catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Monday morning, May 9th. I'm Reagan Knight, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Four out of five secondary school principals reported frequent job-related stress during the 2020-2021 school year in the United States. According to a 2022 Random Corporation study, women principals, principals of color, principals serving high-poverty schools, and principals primarily overseeing students of color especially felt the burn. I spoke with WFT's Alessandra Enzina about how this study reflects principals in north-central Florida. So what questions did you ask principals and what did you learn about their jobs? I asked them if their, if their jobs have gotten more stressful throughout the, the pandemic and then after the pandemic as well. And the answer was unimaginably so that this, their jobs have gotten extremely stressful. Uh, being a principal is not an easy job. Being an educator in general is not an easy job. And living through the pandemic in general was not super, it wasn't super breezy. So having a, a stressful job where you are overseeing a large group of people in one building in the midst of a, a, a pandemic that spreads via, you know, with breathing in the air and things like that in close proximity, not even, you know, counting the, the mental health problems that might come with that or the extra, the extra struggles that come with managing online classes, not having enough teachers, not having enough bus drivers, not having enough uh, maintenance workers. Just the entire school is, you know, might be understaffed based on, you know, the current climate of education in America. And then on top of the struggles that principals were already facing to put this pandemic on top of them, it really just exacerbated the struggles that principals were already facing. So it was, um, it was, a, it was, not super surprising, like I said, to see that, you know, principals were really stressful, but it was surprising to see to the extent at which they were struggling. So in your article, you spoke to Principal Timothy Wright of Santa Fe High School, and he says that he is not aware of any school in Alachua County having enough resources that some students need. What resources is he referring to? Right. So I believe what he's speaking about is primarily school counselors um, and school psychologists and how there's just a lot of kids and they're all dealing with, you know, maybe varying from extremes, but they're all dealing with the effects of the, the pandemic and possibly being away from school for a long time, dealing with all this sickness and, you know, the, this change, this huge change that we, we were facing the past year. Um, it's a lot for kids to deal with and it really puts a lot on, um, a lot of pressure on the school to find ways to help these kids and help them succeed. And the principal is the person on the head of that. They're the person that, it, you know, it's their responsibility to try and spread out these resources, you know, that are mostly, that are sometimes scant. Because when, it, when the schools went online, it was an ideal situation for anybody when the schools went online. Uh, and they could choose whether or not they wanted to be online. But it, it's better than, of course, getting sick or something like that or, you know, making parents feel uncomfortable or the kids feel unsafe. But obviously that's going to have some ramifications for a kid that goes online and they're still, you know, their brains are still forming. So then you come back and you're in a, after being online for, you know, a year or six months or nine weeks or however long it was. And there's some socialization problems that you know some kids were 
that I've heard, not through reporting, I have a little brother, that were facing, you know, having panic attacks around you know, coming back to school and seeing all these kids after being home alone for so much time. And if you don't have the resources or the time or the manpower available to help these kids, then as an educator, as a principal, and these people are so passionate about their job, they love teaching kids and they want to help kids, at least from what I've gotten. And it's been, and it's, it's really, it's really hard to be in that position when you don't have the resources necessary to help these kids. So let me ask you, during your report, is there anything that is going on now that can help solve these issues? I believe that there are some bills going down the pipeline about raising teacher pay and getting bonuses and things like that. If that passes, I believe that that will will work out and will make the teachers and educator, educators and principals feel at least more valued and step up to what they're, what they're worth. Um, I think mostly it just has to do with money and making sure that these schools have enough money, their principals are, are getting paid enough, the school is well taken care of, the kids don't have to worry about, you know, whether or not they can, their problems can be addressed or not. And yeah, just more mental health officers, I believe that the school needs and more resources. That was WFT's Alessandra and Zina reporting on the stress that North Central Florida principals are facing. Now, let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. For two years now, many Gainesville homebuyers have slowly been priced out of the housing market. Gainesville, and the nation as a whole, is currently in a seller's market. The median home sale price in Gainesville is just over $202,000, about 13% more than it was a year ago. Local realtors say first-time home buyers are being outbid on a regular basis because they have a cap on how much they can pay under loan and price parameters. For more on this story, head to WFT.org. State Senator Loran Book's push for tax-free diapers has finally paid off. Governor Ron DeSantis signed a new tax relief bill on Friday that will go into effect on July 1st. Florida Politics reports that the relief package will save Floridians an estimated $1.1 billion in taxes. The tax relief measure signed Friday also includes a one-year sales tax suspension on children's books along with baby and toddler clothing. A federal appeals court granted Florida's request to reinstate portions of the state's election law on Friday while it appeals a lower court's decision that the law was aimed at suppressing black voters. The Associated Press reports that the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals said that Judge Mark Walker's previous ruling that the law intentionally targeted black voters was flawed. The three-judge panel issued a stay as an appeal continues. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Reagan Knight, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of University of Florida. Have a great Monday.